BRB Doing Disney explores a more mature side of Disney. We want to keep the magic alive for everyone for as long as possible. So before we dive into today's content, we want to make it clear that this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Our discussions often include adult themes, strong language, and a critical analysis of Disney's more complex elements, which could include peeking behind the magic curtain and may not be suitable for younger mouse ears. Listener discretion is advised. Drinking my coffee out of my, and I have to figure out a different cup to drink out of because mm. the glass and thing. Put it in the plastic ones. Yeah, I, oh, it's so funny because I like I I got it all set up and I put it in there and I was like I literally have like four Starbucks tumblers exactly <laughs> that, like, that you will fill with seven brew coffee. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, because they're pretty and seven brew doesn't have them yet. I've decided if we're not near a seven brew, I'm gonna ask them to send me like two cases of sugar free seven brew energy every month because I'm gonna need it, and then I'll just buy the syrup. And- we can make our own. We'll have our own seven brew. Heck yeah. Meg does that kind of now with various um, other energy drinks that yep. I don't want to name because I don't want to get in trouble because they don't sponsor us. If you want to sponsor us. Seven brew. Seven brew. <laughs> Please. Yeah. We literally drink. I don't know if there's been a time we've recorded where we haven't been drinking your coffee. So that would be nice. Cough, cough, cough. Um, All right, shall we actually record a podcast instead of just bullshitting our way through? Hey, listen. The rest of We're warming up. This is our vocal warm up. Welcome back to BRB Doing Disney. I'm Cass. I'm Shanira. And I'm Megan. And we are so happy to have you guys back for the magical chaos of another episode. We are on episode 10. Woo! Ten. Yeah. Double, Double digits. digits. I heard, um, I heard, I think Jason was telling us um, from a client of his who has a podcast that if you can get past the 12th episode, like the su- your success rate goes up exponentially. Well, and you're doing better than like 90% of the people that have started a podcast. So we've only got two more episodes and we've got at least three more planned. Like we have three more planned and two guests. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be out of 15 real fast. Yeah. So excited. Again, we can't do this out without you guys. Like you, we're doing it for everybody. I mean, we're doing it for us, but we're also doing it for everybody else and getting the amazing feedback. I think our last episode was one of my favorite episodes to record. I agree. Um, pending, you know, talking to Arnold and Heather. And I think that's going to be... We're going to get drunk. Yeah. We <laughs> have been... We, we are expected to be at least a couple of drinks in by the time that they call in. So... Um, they said they were going to be. So I just was like, well, we got to be too. Heck yeah. We got to match this. We got to match this energy. Wednesday. Listen. In the winter. <laughs> What else is there to do on a Wednesday in the winter? Yeah, in the Midwest. Where it's fucking cold right now. Yeah. But in the negatives. Actually, today's temperature is like seven times what it is. Yeah, we're under a heat wave. It's like, it it was in the 40s today. It was a 40 degree day, y'all. Yeah, Shanira was out of town. She was in California. And we literally lost power. It was so cold. It It was negative six with a wind chill of negative 23 and at 2 30 in the morning our electricity went out and did not come back for over seven hours yeah it was a delight uh it was um it, that was a fun fun experience again i say the cold has always bothered me <laughs> <laughs> the cold definitely bothers her anyway but yeah so i think um this this episode we have we're going to do some we're going to go over what we do when we start planning a trip. We don't currently have any trips pending, like confirmed at the moment, which actually kind of makes this easier because we're not having to figure out where we are in the process and then also do it. So it'll be kind of nice to write out step by step what we go through to get to what we're doing, both both personal trips and trips where we are also planning on doing content stuff. 
you know, now that we've got the podcast and we're all kind of in the like social media content creator sphere and we're kind of get more into that. So, and like how that differs. And then it's going to be kind of like a little bit of a kind of a pseudo series because we're also going to talk about, we're going to have an episode on what we put in our park bags. So what goes into our bags when we're doing certain days in certain parks. And then we're also going to talk about bounding. We did a kind of touched on it in our episode. Gosh, I think it was what, three? So we're going to do a little bit deeper of a dive into bounding, bounding on a budget, how to plan your bounds, what it looks like, and how that we was plan episode that. two. Oh, episode two. I was going to say two. Yeah. So uh, if you want to kind of get a quick overview on bounding, you can go back and listen to episode two, but know that we are going to be doing a little bit deeper dive into that coming up uh, within the next few weeks. So I guess with that, let's just kind of... Um, I think what we can do is just start and do like a little round robin and I'll ask this question when you know that you are going on a trip or you want to what is the first thing that you do personally like in your head and it can be from the moment that you get your reservations or I'm gonna actually back it up even further than that for me because like I'm usually the one that's planning Meg's the planner it's figuring out like exactly what dates we're going because there are festivals and there are celebrations and we're trying to be uh, in certain parks on certain days. So for me, it very first starts with like figuring out exactly what dates we're going to go. Um, and then the second step is looking at what flights are available. <laughs> and what are cheaper. Um, because we tend to fly on a budget. We fly either Frontier or Spirit. So for us, that's looking at what days we can leave based off of like what days we have off, etc. What times are going to work best for us for flights and everything. And like if we need to fly one, one airline down and one airline back. Or if we're sticking with both the same way. We've like, only done that once, right? We've only done it once. But lately, um, just the way that the flights are out of our closest airport. For us, one airline down is better and one airline back is better. Just based on the timing for what they have for flights right now. So those are my like very like two very first steps. Uh, you, Shanira? So my very first step, honestly, is always looking at availability at hotels, especially oh, like that's if right. we're talking you're a ho- about- you're a resort girly. Like, yeah. She so, prefers to stay on property. Um, one, because I've, I, yeah, I just had not, like before I met you guys, never even like stayed off property. Um, so it's what I was familiar with. Um, but I also know like where it's less expensive to stay on property and how to stay places more affordably. Um, and especially because like my work schedule since I'm corporate, like is always the same. It's Monday through Friday. So I'm usually checking availability with that first. I know like with you guys, your work schedules are more set in stone. Like I always just kind of make it work however we need to, but that's my first step. Definitely not what I'm doing on my phone right now. I'm definitely not scrolling through DVC rental store. (laughs) <laughs> confirmed reservations that are discounted. Why are you looking for that all? when you already have DVC access? Um, because my parents don't let me just use their points. Rude. They charge me for that stuff. Like it's like this is this. Wait, is hold on. Get. Do they do they listen? To- uh, I don't. I don't know if they listen to every episode. I love you guys. Like they use their DVC for family stuff usually. Gotcha. So like I feel like they're still using it. Like wouldn't they get a better discount though to like buy you points than you would get to rent through? Or is that not how that works? I don't think so. I am not a DVC. They, like, I know how nothing it works, about DVC, and I want to so. learn more about it. But you have to. You basically invest in it like it's a freaking car. Um, and so you can't just like buy individual points you have to like invest in like so many over a certain amount of time right but can't you purchase more after your initial i don't know honestly i think the the way that i've understood it there might be a way um i don't know if it's more expensive or not like if somebody knows about dvc uh, send us a message because the way that i've always understood is you buy like um so like my parents have quote like two dvcs they have two like whatever membership packages they do at saratoga so then it's like you're buying into a specific resort. Right. Um, so like they're looking at Alani right now, but they're like, eh, like it's still more expensive. Like when we're paying for like the taxes and such for a DVC at Alani, as opposed to if they were to do another one at like Saratoga Springs or Animal Kingdom Lodge, 
um, or something like that because those are like the budget friendly options and then you can still use your points at other resorts. You just don't get as early booking access into okay. your home resort. Yeah. So that's that's what I know. I know that if you're looking to try out DVC, I recommend dvcrentalstore.com. <laughs> um, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> this is not sponsored, Somebody. but I right. shamelessly plugged. Um, I've used them multiple times before. Like they're a reputable company and one of the best like reviewed ones out there. I can't speak for any of the other ones, but they've got confirmed reservations that are like reservations DVC members have already booked and then they're no longer using. So they'll list them usually for a discounted price. And usually the closer you are to the date, the more discounted it is. Gotcha. And then they also have like you can check open availability, which is like kind of hit or miss. Like if it's a peak time of year, um, it's hard to get availability when you're within a few months. But if you have a decent amount of time to plan, then you can usually find something affordable. And like, for example, like Saratoga Springs and Old Key West are always the most affordable options at Disney World specifically, since they all vary, obviously. But to answer the question, looking at hotel and resort availability, is usually number one securing that reservation then to physically get there i kind of piggybacking on like megan's it's really nice because what it is for us is we do really go okay what days come first and then and then from there of course what flights fit in how we then we ask for time off work last year even though we went quite a few times we still knew pretty far in advance when we were going mm -hmm. so for me um it was all right cool as soon as we know those dates i go and i put my time in at um at work i thankfully have a very um very lenient lenient schedule um and i have some pretty great bosses that um that also love disney so Basically, I'm just like, hey, I'm going to Disney again. But also, we've set up our schedule in such a way that we take time off based on that. Um, and then from there, if I feel like I need to pick up time to uh, to account for the time that I'll miss, I will. But then beyond that, I think the next step is what parks we're going to. I think that's the next step mm -hmm. generally for us once we really figure out the days that we're going to be there. Once we figure out where we're going, when we're going, and how we're getting there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then we decide what the hell we're doing. Yeah, which is a lot of like looking at what, yeah, like, like, like you said, like is the park closing early for the day? And, is yeah. there, you know, like an after hours event that's gonna, you know, like very merry or not so scary or that kind of thing. And we tend to plan around those for like what days in what park. We tend to also try to either start or end our trip at Magic Kingdom um, with the castle. Sometimes yeah. both, depending on how long we're going to be there. Um, and yeah, like securing those park reservations. Yeah. Um, and thankfully now, I think now, I think now with, with the good to go days, that's going to mm -hmm. add another element in because we are annual pass holders. Then also from there, so making sure that our... Um, that our passes and that we're good to go on those days. And then we start planning outfits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. My brain, I was like, what was I say? I literally like completely just trailed off in the middle of that sentence. And I was like, where was, where did I start that sentence? And where yeah. did I want to finish that sentence? <laughs> um, I just, with all of the changes and stuff now, and I think now even mom and mom and dad, if they come, they're annual pass holders. So like we don't have any park days like we're not going to be buying park days unless there's specific days that we have to be there. So we will always have to make sure that our, that we have reservations until that changes. Also, we try to figure out if we're going to be park hopping. Yeah, I was going to say, which we try to avoid hopping. at all costs, yeah. to be completely honest. We don't typically. Um, um, I was going to say, because that's when we really have to like plan out outfits hand in hand with like park days and when we're doing what, like especially if we're going to be somewhere different in the morning or the evening like had we planned on wearing a different outfit there can we wear the same thing all day um yeah we honestly we really have lose just a lot stopped of time. park hopping yeah, <laughs> for, yeah the for the most part we always lose so much time park hopping that it just ends up not being worth it exactly yeah um, unless um, it's for like 
if you want to hop for like one thing at the end of the night or something like that like i don't know i think it's worth it 99% of the time, if we're going to Animal Kingdom, which 99% of the time we don't, but if yeah. we're going to Animal Kingdom, we typically end our night at Magic because Animal yeah. Kingdom closes so early, or we'll go to, like, Disney Springs for the night, which we haven't done in a while. Like, honestly, I would rather go, like, see fireworks and ride rides than even go to Disney Springs. Um, mm-hmm. But that's really normally the only day we park up. Yeah. And I mean, that really... That's the only thing that really makes sense. Um, also, then uh, we also get into reservations in terms of dinner. And um, if there's anything that we want to do that requires a reservation like that. So then we look at our, our favorite restaurants or our must-dos. Um, and to prep, like to kind of piggyback onto that a little bit, we normally sit down in this whole process and ask each person that's going, like, what's the one thing that you have to do on this trip right so that that way like we try to keep our expectations realistic but also like if something is super super important like for instance if we were going next week for me it would be i want to see the country bear jamboree one last time because it's closing now we are not going next week that's not you know like that's not but that's like an example of what we would you know say this is my one must do on this trip and we try to keep those at like the forefront of the list of things that we're, we want to do so that that way everybody gets their like one thing. Yeah. And at this point we all kind of know, um, ride or experience what, what the others are going to say. Like I have, I've said that if I have the choice, I'd like to end with the castle over starting with the castle. One of our big rules in communication, just in, in life, but in the relationship and then within this, like within traveling and like is no concern too small and always be willing to compromise. So while we may say like, I would really like the, for this to happen. We also know that there might be a situation where we have to quote unquote compromise on that. And you have to be like willing to do that and communicate effectively to get to a good resolution. And so while you may say, hey, I, I really, really have to see Figment this trip. I have to see Figment this trip. And it may be one of those things where, you know, somebody in the party gets sick and like it just doesn't happen or the whole party can't go. There have been times where I've been like, okay, I'm going to go to Gideon's because it's important to me. And I get up early, get dressed, get in an Uber, dr- go to Disney Springs. <laughs> stand in line and come back while everybody else gets to sleep in because that's what's important to me and like that's the compromise thankfully it hasn't been that way like very often but if it's important and you know you're willing to do that then or you know then you just aren't then you just don't go and if you're willing to compromise on that where you don't spend the money the extra money to get there and then yeah I think it really does get into planning out outfits are we doing outfits? Is it important to do outfits? What outfits are we going to do? Things like that. Are we going to be bounding more than that? Are we going to do matching shirts? Do we have that? That's when we really start getting into like honing in exactly what we're doing mm-hmm. on what days. I always keep a uh, like a note in my notes app on my phone whenever we've got a trip coming up that's just got like our park days and our outfits plan for those park days and then I can also keep track like preparing for the trip as we're getting like outfits ready and we have to make things I can like keep track of like what's packed what's made and what still needs to get done um well and all of these plans are definitely not concrete because like the last time we went like biggest thing the original plan was on Monday we were going to be at Magic Kingdom and we were going to do you know these certain outfits and da 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 and then it turned out that the weather was like super super hot and the outfits we were going to be wearing were like the hottest outfits that we had and so it didn't make sense to do that and so we ended up just like changing our plans on where we were going and what we were doing and you know that kind of thing so like there's always an element of like this is what we want to do and also like we are going Mm -hmm. to like be flexible and like Cass said like compromise because you know like Things like the weather can super affect. Yeah. And like, 
we would have been miserable had we not switched it and when we switched mm -hmm. it it was great like and yeah that's the thing i was gonna say too just like you can only plan so much like so many things are in your control so like we'll we'll plan for our trips but yeah like you said nothing's ever concrete we can still switch things around when they come up and when things change and I think that's too like you have to decide what's important for yourself and what's important to your group and like I feel like for us like yeah we all will have like different things for each trips that are like maybe like this is important to me this trip but like over everything like we really value like the quality time that we're spending together and you know those experiences that we're having while we're down there and if it's something like oh we're gonna be sweating our ass off all day in this we'd rather be comfortable and have a good time than be you know miserable and sweaty and wanting to just change the whole time and not enjoying ourselves as much that's true and like we've also in all of these trips and all of these like times that we've gone we've also gone okay well that didn't work that outfit sucked I'm changing it like I can't do this we've decided that we don't do Sith during the day um, because it's hot as balls um, and we don't like sweating um, so we typically will do our rebel stuff during the day um, because it's cooler and easier to get into and if we do end up doing Sith then we take it with us we have recently gotten into the um, gotten into the habit of like leaving and coming back and taking like a midday break mm -hmm. um which previously we had kind of were like no we're like open to closers essentially but we've kind of learned... never open <laughs> yeah well, which is true when we, we show up to close but we yeah we're we're we like to. noon to closers we used to <laughs> rope drop or like really really close to rope drop we and who then we what do you mean, we who? <laughs> we I don't know Disneyland the last time I wrote. Like, I want to be there early. We've we've gotten there for magic. Like we were specifically chose hotels where we were like, oh, we want to get into the park thirty minutes early. Like I guess yeah, like a lot, a long time ago. As I said, we like there were times before, like when we first started going, Jason was really big on getting there early. I think we have just learned that we are better when we have rest. Yes. <laughs> We are all more, more enjoyable to be around when we have rested. I think rested. that's also kind of another thing that we plan for, too, is where will we get the rest for? Mm -hmm. And what day, what park, what time does the park open? What time do we want to be there? Is it going to be a late night? Can we sleep in? Which means do we get to stay out later the next night or the, the, the night before? Things like that. That's the other thing that we've kind of really started taking into consideration is how we rest and how how we end up showing up for ourselves mm -hmm. in that way yeah so don't overbook way. yourself like don't especially you know if you're going to disney and you're like oh my god i have to get everything in don't try to do everything you know it's you just know straight yourself. up not gonna happen yeah you know yeah. yourself do what you can handle and manage while still having a good time because i guarantee you're gonna enjoy it more than rushing around trying to get every little thing that you want to do in. Make that priority list, baby. Yes. Yeah. And I do what I do what Shanira does too. Once we figure out everything, what days, what outfits, what you know, everything like that, I write down and go, okay, here's what we have to do. Here's what I have to do. Here's what I'm going to pack. And I, I literally go through and say, what's in our owner's locker? What do I need to pack and find? Where did I put that last time? And I literally go through and make a checklist on my phone. And about a week, week and a half before I start putting stuff in my bag. I was going to say, let's talk about packing. Because, like, I feel like you guys have a system down. Like, <laughs> you and I, I met you guys, I was like, damn, like, they know what they're doing. Like, I was just packing, like, trying to, like, keep it to, you know, my carry-ons and not have to check any bags on Southwest before. But no, you guys, like, have it down pat. Well, we, we're not as bougie as you, so we don't fly Southwest. Not bougie. I just get <laughs> I also don't take points. a fanny pack for every single outfit. <laughs> Look, I've. I've stepped down. I didn't take any fanny pack. No, I, that's a lie. I, I, I was going to say, no, I don't try to lie to us, 
Okay, you know. Um, well, we pack light I'm because, like I said, we fly Spirit or Frontier, and we are not about to pay for bags. Um, so we literally travel personal item only, um, which can get a little crazy. But luckily for us, Jason is like the lightest packer of all of us, and so like he's got room in his bag. Nine times um, out of ten, he's you guys also bag. have a bag that's literally the maximum size. Yes, like, you can fit as yep. much possible. We, that took in. And they are time. silky, so they like slide in and out of that bag <laughs> measure thing. Yep, um, very easily. But the the reason that we get to pack so late, honestly, one hundred percent, is the fact that we have an owner's locker mm -hmm. in Orlando. Shout out to them. If you don't know what it is, it's basically just like a big giant. Not super giant, but like it's a, a big storage container. Tote. Yeah, it's a big storage tote that they you pack full of your stuff. They pick it up from your resort and bring it back to you at your resort. Um, so you get online and you schedule your visits and they deliver your stuff to you. So we have things down there and we'll delve deeper into it. But like I've got tennis shoes down there, my park bags down there. Like there's a ton of stuff in that locker so that we don't have to carry all of that back and forth constantly when it's things that like we will not use at home. Yeah. Um, and then I typically am trying to pack outfits based off of like, what leggings can I take that I can wear with two different outfits? Because when we stay at Wyndham, we have a washer and dryer and I can wash things. Um, and I don't know, I pretty much like, personally, I only wear makeup when we're down there. And so my makeup bag is just always packed and ready to go. <laughs> Um, we do have, we're getting better about making lists of like, these are the things that we need to take with us every time, or these are the things that we need for the owner's locker, those types of things. Doing like um, inventory. Yeah. So that's honestly really, and then Cass has learned or slash taught us all how to ranger roll our shit. <laughs> so our bags are packed tight. Yeah. And... Uh, we wear a lot of things on the plane. Yeah, if you saw us up. when we went down there for uh, Not So Scary, we were wearing pirate hats and like yeah. all kinds of shit. It was boots. Yeah. yeah. Boots. And we actually um, had, we even had a, um, we had a carry on. We, we, yeah. yeah. we, we just had a lot. But we still, we, we wear a lot. I'm <laughs> typically wearing like one item from each outfit. The most We've also bulky. kind of decided to like, when we say we do outfits, we try to do like one or two like whole outfits for like a four day trip. And then the rest are like matchy t-shirts. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. on theme things. Um, like we tend to like bound one or two days and then like match one or two days just because it for me, it gets stressful trying to like do craziness, like crazy things every day. Um, and for packing purposes, it makes it a lot easier to not have you know, a dress and a petticoat and a pair of boots <laughs> and a corset coats. and like, <laughs> like so many things and for, for every single day. Um, if we did that every single day, we would not be able to pack in personal items only. So yeah. I've, uh, I've also the few times when I didn't fly Southwest down there. Don't forget when I shipped things down. <laughs> Oh yeah, Schneider has actually <laughs> That's true. I, and I brought them back. So shout out to Lorraine. If you haven't listened to our episode with her yet, you absolutely should. Yeah, that is um, a BRB. We're getting swiggy with it. But if you've got some great friends down in Orlando that <laughs> hold the box for you, it's true. Until you get there, it is cheaper if you oh, we also do it the right way and we have shipped things, things back too so when yeah. we shop uh -huh. um you can ship things back through disney we have definitely done that as well um so we also um we ha we then plan out food that's the other thing that we do mm -hmm. um jason um jason's pretty restrictive on his diet um shanira too but she hasn't um requested that but specifically when we stay at Wyndham um, off property we have the capabilities of actually cooking they have full kitchens where we stay and that is a really really big boon for Jason who um, typically has issues um, with his stomach when it comes to eating park food for really like for an extended period of time so he typically prefers his food being um, being able to be like him preparing his food also when um 
his mom comes in. She is um, Filiac's, um, like Shanira is, and so she has to be very, very careful too. And while Disney is amazing at doing their best to keeping those allergens separate and just, they do a really phenomenal job. Uh, sometimes it's just better for her to not take the risk. And so when she's able to have food that she knows that she prepared and then, you know, there's no risk of cross-contamination, um, she typically does better. And Jason's kind of the same way. Um, I also, like, I order energy drinks and, and protein, protein shakes say, like Instacart. one for every day yeah, don't forget um we take right. snacks into yeah. the park with us like mm -hmm. typically like beef jerky yeah. and protein even bars in, when i've done solo trips even if i didn't stay in a room that had a kitchen i'd still instacart like the water and the protein mm -hmm. shakes yep. and the snacks and yeah. like even i even have done before like if i stayed in just a studio room that has like a microwave and all that like things that i can microwave for breakfast right um and like little meals like that that are just super easy um so we have it, it cuts down uh, on costs too oh yeah, yeah yeah it really does when you don't have to rely on uh, expensive park food um for sustenance um, so yeah, then we also order coffee creamer yes. and like sugar and Hell yeah, you know, the sugar will stay in the, um, stay in the coffee has stayed in the owner's locker before. Um, but yeah, so we kind of figure out how many, like based on how many days we're going to be there, how much food we need. And that's typically, that tends to be my job is the shopping list. And I kind of run, we actually have Walmart plus, I think is what they call it. So we subscribe to that, and that's typically what we um, order from. We did used to do Instacart, but we had issues um, ordering from them and getting the right things and stuff like that. And so far, we haven't had the many, nice thing many issues with Walmart. with Walmart is you can place your order like a week in advance. Yes. So Kaz is normally doing that for us like a week before we go because we know what we need. You can also um, make major changes up yeah. to like I think like four or five hours before something crazy because it'll tell you like oh you can make changes up until two o'clock in the morning for a nine or like between eight and nine delivery and i'm like yeah. okay holy crap so like all of that is done we we a few times didn't do that until we actually like got to our destination and that was a mistake um pre-placing our order is definitely That's like the way to go the way to go yeah for sure and then i think from there it's just kind of like if if we have to do any shopping for new outfits, this trip that we did in December, I modified I modified dresses. I made, did I make dad a shirt this trip? Mm -hmm. I made dad a shirt this trip. There were little like little bits and bobs that I had to do. And then it's just kind of from there, just kind of taking off what, what we need. Um, and then being able to adjust, uh, looking at the weather, making sure that we're taking that into consideration uh, I know Meg kind of said that earlier when we were like, let's also talk about getting around while you're down there because that's something like planning wise I feel like some people take into account like I know you guys have gotten a rental car before mm -hmm. when staying off property like I know that's one of the big reasons that I've stayed on property a lot is because of transportation then obviously you don't have to worry about Ubering or a rental car or anything once you're on Disney property you can just take the buses and the transportation everywhere which is i if i can avoid disney buses i honestly they've gotten better i will say like since covid they've gotten so much better because i remember like days when i was younger when we would have to wait like 30 minutes to an hour for the bus like magic kingdom and the night lines for like the all-star resorts they were just like miserable but now like i honestly don't think i've waited more than 15 minutes for a bus not so much the waiting for us years. it's the like how fucking many people are yeah. on the buses when i before at I the was, end of the night before i was medicated <laughs> i had some really not great experiences on the bus i mean and i get it people are tired and it's late and it's crowded and like no shame to anybody really and it is rough on everybody and so when you're already tired and you're hangry and then you have somebody coming on who's dealing with a tiny human who is tired and hangry and mom and dad are tired and hangry 
and you're right there and you're in this tiny little tin can there were time I would there was one time I was like uh, if we if this bus does not start moving in like 30 seconds I'm gonna get off and go because I was very very close to like just having a full-on like panic attack from overstimulation it's just a lot so if you are preparing to take Disney transportation in the form of buses specifically be prepared be kind everybody is tired everybody wants to get back to their resort everybody wants to get where they're going and just do your best to breathe through it and if you need to get off the bus um, and wait for the next one or get a get an uber but plan for the potential to be packed in like sardines with the other like plan thing you just said that and it reminded me give yourself extra time anytime you're going anywhere for a dining reservation if you are leaving the parks oh yeah just throwing that out there yeah because like if you get stuck waiting for a bus or waiting for your uber or the ferries are suddenly the ferry is down or the monorail suddenly the skyliner is down like just just plan ahead give yourself more time like way like i'm talking like 30 minutes to an hour earlier than you think you need to leave yeah you should be leaving it's a big place and it's time and things happen add that into your plan yeah and if you're back in um swiggy and you have to get to the skyliner to get to sebastian's it's gonna take you Probably close to 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, at least. Like, and that's a, that's, I mean, that's a a nice pace. That's not like scoot scootin', but just plan on that. Yeah. And also plan on, you know, having to wait an additional time because, again, like the Skyliner goes down or, you know, something happens and something's backed up. And again, like, I can't say this enough, but like, just be kind to the people around you. They're all in the same boat. They all want to get to where they're going to just as bad. They all spent the same amount of money as you did to get there. But if, with just a little bit of planning, I saw a post um, in a Disney group where the person didn't realize that the bridge in Epcot open, like comes up. It's a drawbridge to let the um, barges in and out. And they were trying to get to their host their uh, dining reservation somewhere and they were very upset because they didn't know that the bridge was going to be up and they had to wait for that so take that into consideration too yep when you're just like there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to disney and stuff can go wrong and it's it's going to like yeah no trip is ever going to have like 100 percent of everything go right yes but sometimes that's the beauty of it, too. And I also think, too, like in all of this like planning stuff, I see a lot of people who literally plan out every second of their day. And I feel like if you are a type A personality and you think that that is going to work at Disney, I encourage you to let go of that control just a little bit because a ride will go down transportation a bridge will go up a bridge will go up um if you try to plan a thunderstorm will come through and suddenly you're soaked and now everybody's inside and you're not getting someone will lose their kiddo and your photographer will have to stand there and help (laughs) take care like literally there's so many things that can happen that like are out of your control that like you're gonna have a much better time if you let go of a schedule and have a plan I think is like yeah you have all of these things that you'd like to do but don't try to schedule every minute of every day when you're at Disney and think that that is going to prevent problems or allow you to do everything because inevitably if you're so stuck on that and it doesn't go your way you're gonna feel disappointed if something doesn't go right so just embrace embrace the chaos 
there's so many people and just kind of be willing to be open and change and pivot because that's going to be super, super important once you get there and you realize that like it doesn't matter how well prepared you think you are. It's it won't help you if something crazy happens, especially if it's going to affect your like mental health. Yes. And I think that's one of the things, too, is as we've started doing this and we've done more and more, we've started asking questions of the people who have specific jobs. What do you need when X, Y, and Z happen? Megan's the planner. And so if something happens and we're having to change things or we're wanting to change reservations, she has asked, she's learned that, okay, in, in the moment, I need, I need to know the facts and I need to step away and take care of what I need to take care of. And then I can come back and talk because there have been times where everybody's talking all at once and somebody's gone to the bathroom and then they come back and they're trying to get caught up and Megan's trying to listen to everybody catch everything up. And so she feels overwhelmed. So, you know, there've been times when something hasn't gotten delivered or I something didn't get put on the list or we're needing to add something to the grocery list. And I'm just like, okay, I need to know what it is and I need to know now. And that's also super, super important is just like communicating and asking what the person who's doing the current task needs in that moment to do their best and how best you can support them. Um, I would also say that splitting up jobs for things definitely helps um if you're traveling with like don't try to plan everything yourself and like do it all one person um it it can get super overwhelming like so having other people that you can lean on to help you with that is definitely like a big you know even even if it's as simple as like Okay, you're in charge of the park reservations. Okay, you're in charge of the dining reservations. Okay, you're in charge of, like you said, the groceries. You're mm-hmm. in charge of, you know, like, I need you to watch, you know, this kiddo for 10 minutes while I take care of these things. Like, don't be afraid to ask for people to help you to, like, take a little bit more on so that you are not the only person trying to do everything. But alternatively, it is easier to have, like, one person who knows the like park reservation system if if you know it and somebody else doesn't like honestly don't waste your time trying to hand it off to them yeah just like ask them to like I said watch your kiddo for 10 minutes so that you can you know take care of it also utilize we don't typically use um travel agents but there are some really fantastic travel agents out there who can show you how to navigate what can be a very confusing system with Disney, especially if you haven't been there in a long time um, and you're struggling to adapt. I do encourage you if you if you haven't been to Disney in a while and you're struggling or if you do go through a travel agent, read all of the material that they give you. Watch all the videos that they give you. They're not sending it to you to annoy you. They're sending it to you so you can have the best time possible. Because nine times out of ten, the Disney travel agents are people that enjoy Disney and want to spread that magic and want to help people enjoy Disney just as much as they do. So they are very well versed in how the systems work and they are there to support you. And if you can do a lot of that information and get all of that um, like learning on the front end you're gonna have a better time than trying to figure it out on the fly in the park when things are going crazy and your travel agent can't do much but uh, but direct you to a blue tent you know guest relations so also um if you're not using a travel agent youtube is a great um resource for you but i'm gonna throw this out there don't be watching youtube videos about genie plus from even a year ago yeah. Um, if you're trying to learn how to use the Genie Plus system, like make sure that video is like hopefully within the last month or two. Um, there are a lot of things that Disney changes constantly. 
Um, so if you're if you're doing your own thing, like really make sure that you are looking at things that are current, um, because things change daily, daily, daily in the Disney world. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about planning, figuring out what days you're going, how you're getting down there, where you're going to stay, where you're going to stay, how you're going to get around, how you're going to get around, what you're going to wear, what you're going to wear. <laughs> What you're going to pack. What you're going to pack. How you're going to feel. <laughs> Magical. What you're going to eat. What you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, Slash where you're going to eat. And where. Yeah. It feels like a lot, but I think once you, once you get it down and once you kind of see it in place and see all the moving parts, it actually goes really, really smoothly. And that's why we have done what we've done and worked through all of the craziness and figured out what system works best for us. It's constantly changing for us too. We have learned so much in terms of what's important to us, what's not important to us. We know why we don't go to Animal Kingdom. We know now what why we don't park hop (laughs) why we don't park hop we know that why we don't get up early we know why we choose the outfits that we choose you know we're not going to be wandering around in all black fifth stuff in a 90 degree weather with 80 percent humidity (laughs) we did that once and it was not worth it and so realistically the biggest thing that you can do for yourself when it comes to planning is just plan to have as much fun as you can and embrace the craziness that is doing a Disney trip because it's going to be crazy. And it's going to be magical. And it's going to be magical. And that's a wrap. If you have any questions, if you, if you have anything that you plan on doing, when you start your planning stuff and you want to reach out to us and like share that with us, stuff that has worked for you, stuff that hasn't worked for you, feel if free. If you can explain DVC to us. <laughs> yeah. I can't with DVC. If you have any questions. Yeah. If you have know. questions, if you, I mean, we're not travel agents, but. We'll give you our two cents. But we can help. We can try to help as much as possible. We can point you in, if you're looking for travel agents, we can point you in the right direction. We know a few that we trust and that we like um, personally and through um, social media. Yeah, feel free to, to share your tips, your planning tips with us because I'm always willing to learn. I'm always willing to uh, look at some new stuff, see it from different different perspectives. So our next episode, when is this one going to be coming did you wake me up? Did you, Did you bring me here? Did you rub my lamp? Um, so this one will come out hopefully the week of the 24th, which then means um, we'll have one more episode come out before our very first guest. Our very, well, second guest. Not our well, first sorry. guest. <laughs> our very first guest that are not uh, recording with us live. How That's about that? True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our very first guests of our 2024. Podcast collab. Yeah. 2024 first guests. Yeah, our first guests of 2024. Um, we are recording with. Also, them. guests plural. So they are our first guests. That, this is true. Not our singular first <laughs> guest. That is not a lie. <laughs> so we will have one more uh, episode come out uh, before then, and that one's going to be what we what we put in our park bag essentials that we take into the park with us um specifically into the park not what we pack to go down to disney so um things that we have picked up tips and tricks also if uh if you have any tips on how to get through security that would be lovely we'll talk about those um also, well, yeah, we'll episode. talk about that because that's a bag thing. That is, yeah, we'll talk about those. So if you uh, have any any tips on getting through Disney security, Disney World security specifically, let us know. Uh, drop that into our social medias somewhere. 
because I, I still haven't figured it out. We had seven trips last year and inevitably somebody got stopped and it didn't matter what we had on our person. So, um, but other than that, I think we're going to wrap it up for this evening. Um, tune in next week for park bags. And then after that, we will have cast candids on. Um, and then we'll deep dive into some Disney bounding, which I am super, super excited about. Keep an eye out on our social media. Keep an eye out on our Patreon. Again, we are on all of the things at BRB doing Disney. If you find our link, is it Linktree? What do we use? Link in bio. Link in bio uh, has all of our information there. Um, but until, yep. You were gonna say I was going to say, I'm pretty sure every post I post on the BRB doing Disney Instagram also has each one of our social <laughs> medias uh, the tagged link in, in bio it too. <laughs> is also in every um, podcast description as well. So um, you can, those are all, as far as I know, those are clickable links. We are accessible. Yes. Theory. <laughs> we're just throwing that out there. Yes, we are accessible. Um, but yeah, just keep an eye out. Uh, we got some really cool stuff coming up. I'm super, super excited. Yeah, so that's a wrap on our second episode of 2024. Looking, Always looking forward to more in 2024. And so with that, keep dreaming and keep believing, besties. Until next time, I'm Cass. I'm Shanira. And I'm Megan. And, and you, you are, are the magic. magic. Put it uh, in the uh, like, leave it in the actual episode, or like put it as one of our intro exit noises. When I asked you if you were smelling yourself, <laughs> <laughs> no. People are gonna start thinking I smell. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just have to do that quick little little check, a little. Uh... No, no, this isn't what I want to be known for. <laughs> BRB doing Disney is an original podcast produced by the hosts. Additional support provided by our friends and family who we love very much. We're so grateful for you guys. Original logo created by JG Designs. Intro and outro song called Winner by Max KO Music was remixed by myself for the purpose of this podcast. BRB doing Disney is not affiliated with Disney or its IPs and the opinions expressed herein do not reflect that of the company or its employees.